The Dadcast, episode 17, Vark la Musette. From the Wendy House studios of Valois Bay, it's the Two Fat Dads Dadcast. And joining me in the studio as ever is Mononk, Mr. Stefan Deneau. How are you tonight? Uh, cricket, 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 cricket. Has he gone to get, uh, he went to get the hammer, didn't he? Yeah. All right, we'll catch up to Steph in a second. Uh, also, also in the studio, Mr. Stephen McGurn, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? And uh, I'm stuck between two sheets of plaster, Mr. Eric Schultz. Whoa! <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and on his manor on the Richelieu River. Oh boy! Write this once. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> ben not Kenobi. Howdy. How is everyone tonight? Not too bad. Oh, good. Good. I'm back. So, so hey, Steph, we're just uh, we're just welcoming everybody into the studio as usual. Uh, you got my beer there. What are you? What are we drinking tonight, Steph? I have a Leffy. What are you having? I'm having a Bud Light Lime. Ooh. Going for something. It is getting warmer in Canada, so I guess it's. All right, that'd work. That would work. And something's happening. Is there anybody there? Hello, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I know okay. what just happened there. <laughs> we had we had uh, somebody somebody had a lime beer. That's what happened. No, I. Uh, this <laughs> no, is Canada. I <laughs> this is Canada. Yeah, you that's can't some have strong lime beer, guys. <laughs> it's like one of those uncomfortable silences they talk about in Pulp Fiction. Let me take a look at the bottle and see. Oh my God! No, you're right. This is not a Bud Light. This is paint thinner. Oh gosh! What was I doing? <laughs> Okay, don't keep that away from the blowers, though. All right, it's got to be okay. the coffee I'm drinking. So, <laughs> I've got some pretzels. Anybody want some? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Thank you. Just don't give them to Eric. He ruffles them around. Yeah, just throw them my way. Go ahead. Okay, so uh... sorry, Steve. I was aiming for Ben. So welcome to everybody. <laughs> Eventually, we'll get the show started. As usual, but it hasn't started as yet. Usual, I want my money back. As usual, the show is brought to you in part by Audible. You can get a free book today uh, by signing up for an Audible Gold account. If you choose to cancel any time, that book is still yours. About half price for the first few months, only seven fifty per book, and you get a book for a year. So it's a pretty good deal. Uh, we've already uh, subscribed for a few books ourselves, and you can get that deal and find out more about it at twofatdads.com forward slash Audible. Get your free book today. From the Two Fat Dads and Audible. And this also applies to people who don't know how to read. You can just buy these books if you want to. Yeah, just just take our word for it. We'll even send you the links to the books you want if you don't know how to read. So you can just like put them on. Actually, you know what? You give us enough money, we'll send you the iPod with the books on it. Uh, <laughs> so, speaking That's of silly things. Some restrictions apply. See site for details. <laughs> <laughs> very well done. I want my $2. So, Better off dead. Yeah, it's a very good movie. So, um, speaking of silly things I've, I've heard today regarding sound and all that. Um, so, I subscribed to a new, a new social media called Vark.com. And it's kind of like a, a, a help uh, answers kind of site. You... Um, and, and it's not just like your immediate, uh, friends and all that. It's pretty much like, you know, you, you would basically sign up for it and, and somebody will, will, you say what you're interested in. So I'm interested in like podcasting and, and like, you know, Macs and iPhones and stuff like that. So people with those questions will then ask, uh, will then, you know, send, ask them to this vark.com engine and, and then it'll find, you know, whoever's online who matches those criteria and send them the question and then bang, you know, you answer that person. So usually if you have a, a, a technical question, it can get answered relatively quickly or at least put you in the right direction a good thing. But lately, and I don't know if it's because they started using Facebook OAuth, but I've been getting a lot of questions that sound like this. And this is how the question, I swear to God, this is how the question went. When I play a CD, I get a sound. But when I play a DVD, I do not get any sound. What am I doing wrong? Um, so I'm like, okay, where do I start? Uh, how about you know using grammar, maybe a lack of capitalization? Is that like the Yahoo it Answers? Was, a little bit more than Yahoo Answers because Yahoo Answers is like a website and you go on. This will interact with your iPhone. It will send it to your IM. No, no, but I, I'm, I'm talking about question-wise. Oh, the question-wise, no. It's, it's exactly it used, level, uh, you know, third grade but it used there. To be really I, don't good. Know, but... I got questions like some of the questions that were, were asked were like some serious – 
how do I stop the 12 o'clock blinking on my VCR? No, no, but I mean, no, some of the, <laughs> there are some like that, but some of the questions... You can unplug it, too. Okay, uh, Eric, Whoa. you... Who fell? I think, I think Eric fell between the sheets of Jiprock again. Don't throw it out the window, uh, Ben. Don't get fell. mad. No, but some of the questions they asked were actually quite quite interesting. One of them was, you know, some pretty deep-level PHP stuff. Another one was something about MySQL and stuff like that. But every once in a while, one of these little questions peeks through, and I'm like... And, and, and it's always from a Facebook user, which is a little bit annoying, but it's like... It's a weird kind of site because it has the potential to be something really, really cool, but yet. Okay. Okay, we got. Okay, trolls. Eric, have you got the headset on yet? <laughs> yes, I got the headset on. Sorry, I had to go and justify right. the kid. Try the mute button before Hit you the mute do button. that next time. Uh... <laughs> Oh, you don't like hearing my sound? No, screaming it's not the sun. Right we can't hear the sound. All we hear is this. Yeah, that sounds like my son. Um, so anyway, so that's Vark.com. I'm not quite impressed with it um, as, as a thing. I thought it would be something cool, but it's like another one of those social medias that basically, like, okay, I signed up. Uh, what's next? I don't know if uh, Eric, you, you signed up for it. I don't think you've ever used it. I've never used. Well, it's basically it's become a Google property now, kind right? Kind of. I mean, Google has really had nothing to do so, with it, but I figured, you know, if, I, I know you went in there to squat your Schulster name. Got to protect the brand. But I can't, I can't seem like, you know, at first I thought it was really cool to be able to ask some people some actual, you know, real life questions about something. And then when. But I don't see what the difference is between this and any other forum. Like, I mean, at least you go onto a forum, you know, that people are there. It's not a, but it's not a forum, though. This is, this is literally you ask a question and it gets sent out to people who, who match your same criteria or who match the who have actually said I, I'm actually quite knowledgeable in these seven or eight subjects. Yeah, but wouldn't so those it, people be on a forum no, for that subject? Like Yes and no. Because they're knowledgeable, they have experience, how do they have the experience they do it? How do they do it? Well, by participating in whatever it is, right? If 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 you go in I mean depending on what kind of forum you go into, if if you go into like a, a camera forum like for like Flickr users or whatever, they're actually quite helpful and everybody's still got quite a good community kind of guideline stuff. If you ever tried to ask any single question in a Linux forum and you never bothered to read the entire freaking Linux manual or you can decode uh, or, or reverse engineer the kernel yourself, you're going to get blasted out and people are going to tell you, you know what, Did somebody actually answered this knowledge base 447892, don't you know that already? And it's like... Uh, yeah, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But I've never had that I've experience had that in on every Linux single forum. Linux uh, forum I've been Well, to. maybe that's because you use Ubuntu. I don't think it has anything to do with Ubuntu. I think I've, I use it for... For, uh, for when I was using damn small uh, Linux, and I use it when I was using other stuff as well. Linux users are just are just just arrogant, and and they 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 think they're better than everybody else. We are not. Damn it. There's a T-shirt for you on the Jinx site. It's called uh, "Arrogant uh, Linux Elitist," and we're to you for Christmas. But I had to break that to you already. So, uh, <laughs> but I don't know. Has anybody used any of these kind of sites like this at all to, to try to get information? The connection to my call has just been disconnected. I guess not. Please try and call this conversation again, as I'm not interested in this topic. Thank you. Right. <laughs> that would be a no. Have I you joined any WoW forums? Okay, let's talk about that. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I, uh, I, you know what? I know what you're saying, Jeff, but I think there's a way to introduce or to ask the question. Say, hi, listen, I'm new to, the, I'm new to this forum. I'm sure this information's already been mentioned. I've looked and I can't find it. Can please somebody help me either point me with the right terms that I need to use or something? That's how I found something, and I've never been turned back. People are always helpful so it's, it's just a way how you ask usually when you go into a forum you do a search and you start looking for stuff and it's just like you know sure enough you get one or two people who ask uh, who ask a question and they get and but they get shot down royally and you're like well you know like well, what's the point in in uh in in answering a, a forum question if you don't even want to help why are you even there if you if you if you're just there to gloat over the fact that somebody can't get something to work that and that's why because they can't do that at work so they need to let off some steam that's right that's all they're, they're, they're puny little people who would get the crap beaten out of them if they said that in but public. i mean that and that's right. and, and that's, that's why true. vark it was 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 such an interesting concept because it was it was People who had said they're 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 knowledgeable in something, and then you ask the question, and then you have a choice: you can either pass, skip, mute, or or flag it as an error. So people who are obviously, uh, uh, you know, link digging or doing something like that, they they get called out right away by whatever ard ardfark advocates or whatever. I, I like the idea of it. I just I just they they uh, they obviously went for a lot of users real quick. Open the door to, you know, the MySpace crowd, and and it just ended there. 
So I, it's it's a bit of a shame. It, it it could have been something better than it already is, but it isn't obviously at all. Yeah, but as soon as you but, paste but, it with Facebook, that's it. Yeah, but Facebook is where everybody is, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, so, no, it's I'm where not. it's where it's where it's where everybody who doesn't know what the internet is. That's right. <clears throat> yeah, but you're there. What are you saying? I'm I'm there because I have a lot of friends who don't know anything who don't know any better than the internet, right. and and I like these people. So the, yeah, there are there is that, and it's it's like the big melding pot of what basically we've we've gone through this before in past in past podcasts, and we all agree that Facebook is the new AOL. Yeah, it's it's the internet for people who don't know any better, <sighs> which is a shame. And I don't and I sound like an elitist jerk when I say that, so I apologize, jerk. But it's true. I, I, I actually only use the internet too. Are you gonna quote that Videotron commercial now? <laughs> <laughs> the old lady yeah <laughs> but she doesn't want any of those <laughs> you know what i signed up to vark when you sent me that invite yeah did you use it uh you know what somebody pestered me for a question once and it, uh, i just didn't have the time and every now and again google like pops open and it says hey i got a question i want to know how to sharpen lawnmower blades or whatever and i'm like you know, no, I don't have time for this. You know, when I want to do that sort of thing, I actually jump on, you know, Stack Overflow and I'll look for a question that I could I could answer and attack and and do the right thing about. And at the same time, what's, what's Stack Overflow? It's uh, Joel Spolsky and um, Jeff something or other. They put together a website for coders, any language, and it's free. As opposed to most .NET sites or whatever where you have a question and Google or whoever will bring you to it and said, yeah, if you want the answer, it's $25 a month to join, right? Experts Exchange, right? Yeah, and all that, those types of sites and stuff. Well, Stack Overflow, you just tag it, you know, C Sharp, Java, iPhone, you know, Android, whatever. And people will just go in there. They have like a, um, you know, a kind of like a metal uh, system or trophy system where you uncover, you know, after so many posts and so many answers and so many vote ups and, and whatever. And it's fantastic. It has an, an immensely huge and diverse user base. And I just look up there and, I, you know, if I have a, you know, a scrum question or a .NET question or Java question, or I feel like answering something for that. And that's how I get it out of my system, you know? Whereas when I'm just in my Gmail and I'm just trying to sort through my email and all of a sudden Vark pops up and t- you know and blurts out a question at me, I'm like, you know what? No, it's, I'm reading email now. Are, are, is your Vark stuff coming by email or coming by Gmail chat? Gmail chat. Yeah, I, I kind of. It's funny because I, I use Pigeon at work, um, and but Gmail chat's on all, as well. And there are days where I just want to turn it off. It is Gmail chat is like somewhat the most annoying thing. I think it's good if you're like an internet cafe. Or you know you're at a computer that you don't usually use, but if you if you're in your browser all the time, suddenly your browser is beeping and you don't know why, and you're like, what's going on? And something's flashing, but it doesn't flash properly. Uh, I think a, a true IM client is much better for those circumstances. Uh, it is a little bit of an uh, Gmail's done a few little annoying things lately that that's really ticked me off. One of them is the fact that you can't attach a Google Doc to to your email, but you can go into your 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 Google Docs and send an email. Which will send through Gmail, but you can't reply to somebody's email in Google Docs. So it's kind of like these guys have got to try and and fix that because you can attach a Google Doc in your calendar. There's an inconsistency basically in the interface. You're just not using it right. Apparently not. I should be downloading all my Google Docs and then re-uploading them to Gmail, right? Right. Something like that. All right. All right. That'll work great on the Chrome OS. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna test it and I'll let you know how this thing works. It's it's the Chrome OS who 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 highlighted that flaw, anyways, because they said you won't have a hard drive to store anything on. Apparently, Seth's writing an email right now. And speaking nope. of email, though, I'm not writing an email. He's asking a question on Hardbar. I am, and you gotta you gotta sign up first. Say, oh yeah, you gotta hook up to Facebook, but we still know we some don't information don't don't from- hook up don't hook up to Facebook. Don't do that OAuth. Don't use Facebook as your validation for stuff. Because then you're giving everybody who wrote that application access to every single one of your friends, and everything that your friends see too. There is a uh, there's there's a there's a survey on Facebook about uh, what people have access to when you sign when you uh, f- you know fill in a form or use your Facebook authorization, and it's just scary. Users might not be able to see anything, but so you want me to create a new one? I would have just used like yeah your Google account or something. Well, no, I, it's, it's I, just I, as bad as just as bad there. No, because have, the, a con- yeah, yeah, it says contacts. You can, but you can also say no. Whereas Facebook will just know anyways. You know what? What makes me feel kind of squirrely. About That's it. Facebook That's the word lately? I wanted to say. Squirrely. Yeah. 
The other day, we got an, uh, a thing pop up on the right side of, uh, of Facebook, and my wife said, oh, I wonder who that is, you know? And then you, you click on it, and you're like, oh, that's, that's a, another mom at our daycare. But we don't have any friends in common in Facebook with that person, yet Facebook proposed that person to us. And we're wondering, and we don't even have their email address. Neither did they have ours. So how did Facebook... Is there, is there a daycare mo- page? What? Is there a daycare page? No. Nope. Facebook? Are you nope. friends with the daycare owner? Uh, no. On Facebook? No. I see. It's evil. No, it is. It, I don't know how they data mined that out, but you know, it all of a sudden it popped up and we're like, Ugh. But and it's all, I mean, it also could be that six degrees of separation. And everybody in the world knows the West Island is smaller than... Than it should be. Yeah, but six degrees still takes a lot of effort to, to, to eventually get down through that tree of six people and six people and six people to that one person. I mean, that's a lot of possible people. And to hit that one, you know, I'd expect to see a whole lot of chaff before I see that one person that I actually know. Yet it validated and it said, oh, by the way, we're pretty sure you know this person. Yeah, that's pretty scary. Yeah. So, yeah, I... You can't even get my picture on Facebook anymore now. So, <laughs> oh yeah, you've limited your profile that badly. I've ratcheted it down big time, and now I'm just using it as a as a as an idiot uh, interface to people who lost their CompuServe accounts ten years ago. <laughs> so. And yet, and yet, you're Foursquare checking in on that baby all the time. <laughs> Not anymore. Oh no, you've you've cut that out. And nor Twitter, nor nor Facebook. Could you, could you not tell Eric how to do that? Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Let's stick to relevant topics. Let's get over last week's topics. We, we, did, we did last week's topics. But one topic I, I, I want to say on, G, on, on the whole email thing in a minute. Has anybody seen the screenshots of the new Outlook for uh, Mac Office 2011? No. no. Why? Does it have ribbons? No. It's it's actually pretty pretty sweet looking, um, and 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 it promises all of the uh, all of the the features. I mean, this is a preview, right? So it's hard to tell, but it it promises all the features of uh, of real Outlook. So proper Office Exchange uh, and a proper an actual proper email client, not the entourage kind of fakey stuff there. But it's actually pretty cool looking. It actually does have little ribbons, but they don't look like ribbons. Because they made the menu so small, it actually looks pretty cool. It actually looks like uh, like how Outlook should look. Well, I'm putting my four hundred dollars aside right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is but this is obviously the kind of thing that you want your boss to pay for. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, with I that. don't know how I'm going to swing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, oh yeah, I guess that's it. Really, that's it. Really. But uh, it just I thought it looked pretty cool. I thought it was neat that it, you know finally the Mac client is almost is probably as good if not better than the Windows one for, for, for a Microsoft product. Like, they actually worked on it. Well, I mean, look, Apple's going to change your terms of service at some point to say that you're not allowed to have any uh, uh, outside software on your Mac that emulates internal applications that exist on your Mac already. And, you know, that'll be the end of it. I don't know if, they could, I don't know if they'll ever go that far. I think there's, uh, there's, a lot, there's a lot of third-party developers for Mac, and I don't think they're going to go that far. I think they're going to try and 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 make the iPad be like the interface they want everybody to use. I think the iPad will be the Facebook of computers. I decided today on the train that I really want an iPad. <laughs> How did you come to that one? Don't you does is it your iPad Nano enough for you? You know what? It's great and everything. A lady sat next to me with her Kindle and I said, "You know, that's pretty good, but it's not great." And then I was watching a movie on my iPhone, and I said, you know, this is really fun, but it's small. And I said, this, this could be better on an iPad. And, and actually, uh, uh, two stops later, some, a gal gets on and opens up a little netbook. gal? Sorry, a gal? Yeah, well, you know. Well, it, is, it is the wild, wild west island, so. Do, oh, do you want okay. me to say Ms.? I didn't know if she was old enough to be married or, you know, young enough to whatever. It's, it's, it's a gal. So, right. um, yeah, let's carry on. So, uh, she gets on with a netbook and starts watching a movie on it. And I'm thinking, oh, this is all right, too. But I found the screen was really small. And then she stopped that and started to work on, a, on an email or something. And she, she kept using the sliders 
because <laughs> I don't know. The thing didn't maximize properly. And I'm thinking, man, that thing would be hitting the glass of the window of the train like in five minutes. Like I would, my, I'm sitting next to her and I'm getting annoyed, you know? <laughs> so, uh, you know that if you get an iPad, you can have to get a, get a man purse too, because it's not going to fit in your pocket. Uh, no, but I'm thinking some kind of a, a, a you know a backpack type thing with a fast uh, you know release or something would be pretty cool. Or or an maybe Indiana Jones a, satchel or a Jack Bauer bag, you know, pull out a couple of hand grenades. But the Jack Brown and Bauer bag that is a man purse, isn't it? You know, it's a it's a courier musette. Bag. Yeah, I don't know. It's not a courier bag. It's it's too small. No, it's a musette. That's a musette. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they used to keep um, ammo in and stuff like that back in the, you know, World War One, World War Two, and then they well, even sort of before kept... that, it's uh, for uh, uh, for muzzle, you know, a muzzle loader. Yeah, yeah, a musette. That's where it comes from. It's French. Oh, guys, okay. I just googled it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much uh, that's that's pretty much uh, uh, like a rugged man bag. It doesn't say Louis Vuitton. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are scaring me, really. <laughs> No, it says U.S. instead. By the way, Vark is actually <laughs> successful for me. What did you What did you type in? I was. I'm looking to. It's, it's related to World of Warcraft, but I. <laughs> I said, <laughs> what else? Right? Yeah. I wanted to know uh, how I should build my talent trees if I'm looking to uh, do a PvP, which is player versus player. Yeah, but you see, there your question was actually quite specific. But, yeah, it wasn't well, like I listen to a CD, I get sound. I put a DVD, no sound. What am I doing wrong? Uh, breathing. Like that, you know. Like your question was actually quite relevant, but it shows you that this works. Okay, it can work if your she, question she provided is me some. She provided me an answer. Well, the person she provided me some answer, and she said, "Well, you know, it depends on what you want." And I responded again, "Well, I'm looking towards this," and she gave me some more clarification. And I'm looking at it, and it's exactly what I would want. Oh, you actually had a two-way conversation with the person too. That's not bad. Yep. That is not bad. So it's like chatting with someone you don't know about the topic. So it's great. So I would, you know, for me, it's thumbs up on this one. Okay, I'll give it. I'll give. I'll give it a more shot. Maybe I'll, I'll restrict my uh, my my knowledge base stuff to something more. I don't know, less less common. You know, but you know what? I'm I think very good at, is- I'm, I'm very very knowledgeable at ligers and. <laughs> but you know what? All, all kidding aside, what you need to do is, as you said, be specific with yeah. your question. And the problem is, you'll probably find someone who's just you know moronic and doesn't. And will think that you're, you're you're a piece of crap and not want to answer you. I mean, the thing with Vark is that I've answered more questions than I've asked, um, simply because, like you know, I've asked a few little like uh, visual ba- basic access things and a and and a PHP issue, and and that's it really. So I, I was quite specific, but I got a lot of really crappy questions, and so. Were Were you asked any questions about how did you build your Wendy house? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Eric, I told you stop asking questions that way. <laughs> Actually, did did any of you guys get the question I just asked? <laughs> no. When does the show end? Let me see. <laughs> was that your question? When when will this end? <laughs> I was actually wondering when the show started. I mean, <clears throat> where can I see my questions? Are you the one who's asking asking me that you've been having some knee pains because you're riding your bicycle? <laughs> I thought that was my question. This isn't, this isn't Clue. You know, it's like, uh, is, it, is it Eric in the... Uh, well, no, I won't tell you. It, it doesn't need to tell you uh, that person's name unless say, that's... You know, like Bob from Tucson wants to know something about this. Uh, every time I get something from Suresh in India, I basically say no. Uh, thank you. Because it's always like, how do I get more listeners on Facebook? I don't know. <laughs> you find the answer, let me know. Suresh sounds like he's from Toulouse. Toulouse, how do I get more listeners on my podcast? It's very successful in southern Toulouse. <laughs> okay, so enough about that. <laughs> um, I, 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 did, I did see a few uh, um, notes pop up. Um, you have become a massive gamer on your iPhone now. A converted gamer. Converted gamer. Yeah. Um, I got invited to, to join a game... Uh, uh, by NG Moco, um, which is kind of a cool company. They actually were created to only build iPhone and iPod games. So they actually were, I think they were one of the first companies to get uh, funding from that. Uh, I can't remember the name of the uh, initiative, but basically there was a huge. Oh, yeah, it was like a huge amount of money. Huge, yeah, huge bag of money set aside for, you know, to, to get the whole app store going, right? And uh, uh, anyways, it's. Uh, 
I'm I'm desperately waiting for Diablo three to come around, and until then, I need some kind of little reward system game to keep me going. And uh, there's this game called um, We We Rule, and it's you got this little kingdom. And it's one of these things where you have to farm and get coins, and then build a bakery or whatever. Uh, you know, a a, a, a guild uh, hall where you train like knights and stuff like that. Is, but, it, you know, is, just, is this Farmville for Wowers? It basically is. It's oh. it's it's Farmville for Wowers. Basically, you you basically it's it's you have to simulate a little. Um, you know, kingdom basically. There's a little castle in the middle, and there's the extent of where your kingdom is, and you got to make it run a little bit, right? And then you level up the more you do, and it's just enough to give you that little like, oh wow, I leveled up now, you know, and oh, my train ride's over. Are you playing? Are you playing against other people? Uh, well, I got my wife to to join. You're not playing against, but the more people you have, the quicker you level up because they start using your bakery and your, you know, and then yeah, I get them to chop lumber or whatever. So they become your you- serfs. No, actually, they're 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 neighboring economies. Okay, so you know, I got Kevin Rose. I got uh, uh, that's about it. And <laughs> no one's answering my Twitter invites. But uh, you, yeah, I didn't get any Twitter invite from you. I, I I blasted Twitter four times. They joined and whatever. I got some things saying that you were building some farm, but I didn't know that you actually want me to play. And you got a plus plus account already, so you're good oh, to go. Plus plus. Oh, what is that? What are the games? Yeah, yeah there's a one company. That I I went into, they had some like kind of like uh, I don't remember if, if Ben you'll remember this game. It was it was called uh, uh, Space Trader, and you, on for the Palm Pilot, and you had a little ship, and you had to jump from planet to planet, and uh, and uh, and and rack up some points. Well, some guys took it to the next level and made it an iPod app, but the only way you could get more money was to download all their other bloody games. So, and I don't know if that was the Plus Plus company or another. I'd have to do some research on that. But uh, I, I kind of like stopped playing it because I just got tired of, you know, being told I had to go play some other game to get more money in this game. But I'll have to I'll have to try it again. So we rule by Ng Moko. We'll put a link to the uh, to the uh, the app store for that one. I'm I'm actually addicted to another game on the iPhone on the iPod Touch right now. Um, and Which I one? Have, I have to blame Alex Lindsay for this um, over at. Uh, over oh, bejeweled? No, Plants vs. Zombies. I wake up in the middle of the night shouting, "Get off my lawn!" <laughs> it's just like I'm just, I'm just. You're, you're, you've got these plants, and you gotta kill zombies coming towards your front door, and that's the whole game. And 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 you're just, it's just like a tower defense game, and it, it is ridiculously addictive, um, and and it's funny too. Like a point, uh, a zombie pops out of the ground, and he starts moonwalking. <laughs> And then he's like doing the thriller thing, and then other dancers pop out of the ground too, and you got to kill them. Uh, at one point, there's a zombie driving a zamboni, which is just funny just to say that. Um, and and he lays some ice down on your lawn, and if you don't if you don't kill him in time, uh, a four man bobsled team of zombies comes behind it, and and they're all wearing like flesh suits, for like you know those tight suits that the uh, that, <laughs> that the bobsled people wear. Like say they've ripped the skin off, and all you see is like the the, the inner flesh part. So it's actually rather funny, uh, and it's very 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 addictive. And uh, if I'm not careful, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be seeing zombies everywhere. Better to see zombies than see blocks dropping. Yes. Anybody ever you anyone remember the yes. um, Tetris days? Oh yeah. Yeah, I I would wake up in the middle of the night like in cold sweats, thinking if I just put the bar down first. <laughs> Yeah, I know. That's bad. Is that how you feel after a night of wowing? No. I wake up refreshed and rested. Just one more level, right? About 200% of my... <laughs> I just got to find someone to help me fix that's, my that's weapons. That's my next t-shirt. That's, that's at 7.20 in the morning. Ask, ask Vark. I was he thinking... probably that is. Vark sounds like he should be a character in WoW. Uh, um, you all right over there, Eric? Yep, I'm good over here. I finished my glass port, though, so I might have to go get another one. Okay. Are you wearing a smoking jacket? No, I'm... I'm not wearing anything. Ah, oh, too much information. <laughs> Guys, it was time, good talking to you for an ad bumper. It was fun. Thanks. <laughs> it was a good class of Can we remotely mute somebody on this thing? <laughs> I, I think we're. I think no. This is the end of the. This is the end of the call. Ben, come on. We're gonna. We're gonna spoon. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Are you a top or a bottom? I cannot be unseen. We'll take turns. Stop. stop. <laughs> Oh dear! I think that's pretty much. And this part of the show was brought to you by an 18 years rating. 
So it's an R rating. Excuse oh, me. R rating. Clean tag again. And uh, the story of O. <laughs> Some restrictions apply. See site for details. <laughs> <laughs> Blu-ray will be available on March 32nd. <laughs> One nine seven six. Okay. Find it on Bark.com. Okay, all, right, all right, all right, children, settle down. And we're gonna wonder why our audience is suddenly gonna see episode 17 appear in two <laughs> weeks on our site, and never see a 16. <laughs> okay. Uh, speaking of trying to wrap up this show, um, Steve, you wanted. To <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming, Jeff. Steve, did you want to uh, did you want to do your audible pick pick this week, or uh, or are you just gonna leave, leave leave it as is? You know what? Um, okay. Yeah, I'll do it. Um, didn't realize it was my turn again, but uh, uh, yeah, I'm more than happy to do it. I'm a big Audible fan. Um, I uh, and I think you have this book as well. It's uh, Confessions of an Economic oh, Hitman. Yes. It's read it's- by Jay Peterman from the Seinfeld catalogs. The, the Jay Peterman catalogs and Seinfeld. <laughs> Let me try that joke again. Ah, it's, yes. It's read by uh, the guy who plays, who does it. Uh, let me try that again. <laughs> yeah, that was ah, All yes. right. It's read by Jean Charest. <laughs> it's read by the same it's guy. It's read by Jean Charest, the one who's going to tell us that the budget is balanced now. Anyways, if anybody saw Seinfeld, there's a guy in there called Jay Peterman. He has a catalog, and he sounds just like the guy who reads this book. An hour later, I was sitting across the table from General Omar Torrijos. He was dressed casually, in typical Panamanian style, khaki slacks and a short-sleeved shirt buttoned down the front, light blue with a delicate green pattern. He was tall, fit, and handsome. He seemed amazingly relaxed for a man with his responsibilities. A lock of dark hair fell over his prominent forehead. He asked me about my recent travels to Indonesia, Guatemala, and Iran. The three countries fascinated him, but he seemed especially intrigued with Iran's king, Shah Mohammad Reza Pahlavi. Yeah, Brian Emerson is a, is a guy who narrates this book. And, and it's a fantastic book about a guy who claims to have been uh, an economic hitman. Basically, a guy goes in, convinces a country that they need a ton of infrastructure built. They get a big loan from you know the World Bank or whatever, but they hire American engineering companies to come and do this. And now these countries that you know spent tons of money on a hydro dam or or whatever are now <laughs> indebted for the rest of their foreseeable future and uh you know and basically the money all went to the u.s and and all these large co- uh, countries and it's uh, just got a lot of insight and it's got a little bit of cloak and dagger to it and uh it's got a really nice rhythm i i i thought it was a fantastic book it was one of those uh two parters i think it's about eight or nine hours worth of audio it's credit worthy. Is What's what that? Call it. Yeah, when it's like you know, you get a huge book like that. I love it. A lot of audio to listen to. It was good. It was good to listen. Yeah, it it's actually four hours twenty one minutes and four hours and fifty five minutes. It's long, and you can't wait to get to the next uh, you know time where you can actually pick it up again and, and keep reading and stuff. And it's uh, definitely a must read. I think if you like that sort of. Uh, you know, government conspiracy theory type, uh, you know, cloak and dagger stuff. It's uh, and it's plausible enough that it could be true too. So yeah, and, and this book was so well written and so well read, I should say, as well by the the, the narrator. That it's one of the f- rare books where I actually don't listen to it in one point five speed, um, and I actually listen to it in like in like play itself out, like like as if it was the guy from the J. Peterman catalog. It was just fantastic. The guy has a great voice. The story it makes it makes the story so much more appealing because it's it's spoken like this. And when he has his rim hat and he goes across to the Panama chair and he sits down and he looks at the lady with a nice flowing dress and she says to him in a sultry voice and he goes on and on like that and he's just fantastic narrator. Um, I just, I, I was just, he trying just, to like, do channel William Shatner? Well, it was a bit of both, a bit of bit of William Shatner, a bit of J. Peter in catalog because he'll go into in- incredible details about the setting of of uh, of the um, the uh, the river in India um, where everybody washes Ganges? themselves, Ganges, and and somebody and this young woman she goes down to wash herself and 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 uh, and in this river and then uh, you know he just you know he's focusing on her for a while and then he doesn't notice the guy urinating like five steps next to her. And it's just the way he says it all. It's like, wow, that's a lot of detail for a, a very, very small part of the book. 
um, that really it helps you understand the guy's the guy's feeling but it's just so well described i i i it was a fun it was a fun book to listen to yeah and I, you know what i i actually have never used the one and a half option i i always like to not just get the cuz when you're reading a book you can scream through a book you know flipping the pages or you can really sit down and take your time i find when listening to an audiobook i want to get the meter and the rhythm and the delivery of of the way it was produced Otherwise, if I'm just catching the gist of it, I might not have enough time to develop the image or to sort of picture it in my head or, 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 or it doesn't last long enough that it, it, it marks the moment. And I always leave it at regular, regular rate. I, 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 I do uh, mostly the, the 1.5 when I'm, I'm uh, brain parking for something. Like if I have to, like, if I have to say, drive to Quebec City and, and, and I will listen to a book at high, high speed because it engages my brain more so I'm, I'm more alert. Um, and I and I listen to uh, biographies uh, like the um, uh, the Born Standing Up by Steve Martin, which is I'll talk about one one week. Um, and that one is is a book that you cannot listen at, at at any other speed but just normal speed because it's full of Steve Martin delivery the whole way through it. So um, it's it's I think it's got pros and cons the the one point five speed, but it's it's interesting to have it, you know. Uh, to be able to get through a book a little bit quicker if you need to. Actually, apparently, uh, it, we retain it better at that speed than at regular speed. That's what they said. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it if it's true. I feel sometimes like it's true. Like depending on the book, like the the there's a Jeff Jarvis book which I read. Uh, what would Google do? Funny enough, Eric should read it. And um, and 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 it's it's you you can it's almost have to read it fast because that's his his cadence to begin with is super quick. So you almost have to read it, yeah, listen to it fast. But uh, no, I like it. I like it. And so, you know, if, if you want to have a, a free Audible book, just go over to uh, twofatdaz.com forward slash Audible. Um, click on one of the links on our page. Uh, you can get a free book right now. It's yours to keep even if you cancel your plan in a few months. The first few months are half price and then you get a book a month. And it's actually pretty good. I try to get as big books as you possibly can uh, because they're credit worthy. And then after every other book after that. If you want to get two books in a month, I think your second book is like something like thirty percent off. So it's actually a really, really good price, and, and a pretty good deal, and it helps encourage the uh, the dad cast. So thank you very much for listening and Yay. for signing up to Audible. Sorry. <laughs> okay, well that's about all the time we have uh, we have over tonight. Uh, I want to thank all the guys for making it in. It's it's been uh, it's been a bit of a roller coaster ride. I must admit, it's been a lot of fun too. Uh, thank you for uh, to hey, Ben. You're welcome. How are the renovations going? Uh, let's see. We're getting the granite countertops in a week. Uh, I just knocked nice. down a wall in the living room. Did you mean to? Did you use I'm the sorry? foobar? Did you mean to knock it down? Yes. No, no, I, I just wanted because it was in the way, so I decided to just, you know, throw it out. Yeah. Because I can do that. Did you use a Stanley foobar? No. I use a Fat Max. Oh, I... you, you know Fat, what? When, when we took down that. some of the walls in the basement... I was going with the, the reciprocating saw and the crowbars, and then the neighbor came over. He's like, you want this wall down? I'm like, yeah, that's a nice wall to come down. He took out a sledgehammer, took one swing at the corner of the wall, and I just fell over. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, what wall's next? <laughs> <laughs> and now you never know. You know not to, to mess with that neighbor again, right? Basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and never to land, uh, borrow his tools. <laughs> is, is this the neighbor that regularly uh, yields an axe down at Clyde's? I have no idea which neighbor that is. The, the one next to you who plays in a band at, down, who plays at Clyde's. Oh, he's played at Clyde's a few times, my neighbor, yeah. So is that, was that him? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen him yield an axe. I can imagine him throwing throwing a, a sledgehammer around like that. So Yielding an axe is euphemism for guitar playing, by the way. Uh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> I said that's not going anywhere. Mr. Magoo. Yes, sir. <laughs> Thank you for the review. <laughs> and uh, and uh, you, any more thoughts on the stuff from the home show that you uh, you want to put into place in the house? Or are you uh, you're still going with the Sequoia? Or are you you're looking them up to find out if they're using uh, uh, fallen tree limbs still? You know what? We actually ordered something today. Uh, we should be getting in five days. And we, um, we decided to not go uber large and park sized we we got something that's got you know it's got a little you know um uh you know a command center up top where the kids could like hide and uh you know a couple of swings and a little climbing wall but it's 18 by 11 like it's not Uh, like 40 by 40 oh oh 
You fell again? We uh, we really have to teach that guy how to use a mic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in three, two, one. Yeah. Anyways, I took a. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'll just cut it in post. Uh, yeah. Oh man, I don't know well, how much time this. Anyways, to, instead on, of getting please. the twenty foot. So, uh, 30... Steve. <laughs> Hello, weirdo. Is this is this thing on? Go. Testing one, yeah, two, so... three. Instead of getting the 20 by 30 foot one, we ended up getting some of this 18 by 11. And that actually doesn't take up that big of a rectangle. It tape, it thins out at one side. So it really is not that, you know, massive. And uh, we'll find out in five, six days when it arrives, <laughs> whether it was a good purchase or not. So. Now, I, I've, I, have to, I have to recommend right away when you build one of those things, make sure you have... Uh, a couple torque torque drivers or drill drivers with lots of batteries. Try to get a uh, try to get one that is uh, wired so that you can finish the job. Because there's no way you're doing any of those bolts by hand, and it's going to take you. It took us. My brother-in-law's took us. It was seven guys, nine hours. Wow! Wow! So, Shows how many architects were there, huh? Yeah, there was one builder. Five of them worked for the city. That's right. Six, four. Mr. Deneau. Sorry, are we talking about something that's interesting, or should we do another Mark here? What? Mark. Mark. <laughs> Who invited Mark? I think Stefan has taken on the role of Eric. Uh, <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Was that good? Yeah, not bad. That's perfect. Uh, any any plans for this weekend? Plan? It's going to be 28 degrees. Is the, has the ring melted yet? <laughs> I'm using so much Freon to keep it. It's unbelievable. <laughs> The you ozone layer on the Zambu- button, Zamboni. The yes, I have, and <laughs> so that's sp- the eerie blue glow I'm seeing from here, right? Yes, it is. What the ozone? There's a ozone. There's a third ozone hole, right above my hole, right above my house. Sorry. Let's do that again. There goes the clean tag. <laughs> Take two. So there's Three, a two, there's, one. There's a hole in the ozone right above my house. Wow. No, uh, seriously. Uh, basically, the the rink has been gone for weeks, as you guys pretty pretty much figured out. Uh, I need to clean out it's the tarp. It's been replaced by it's, a small pond? <laughs> you, you know what? My grass is actually looking pretty good. Okay. So it's, uh, it's, it's, I'm going to do it again next year. It's yeah. definitely you, going to happen again. And at, we can, we can have a party. Rink, at the yeah. peak of the, your, your rink season, did, was there a lot of ice on top of the... Uh, like how <laughs> much ice you'd say... Total about four inches, I guess. About eh? more than four that, inches, five inches. Yeah. Oh yeah, more than that because about two weeks ago, when there was still some ice, I still had about three inches. Oh wow! And there was no snow anywhere else, and I still had That's three great. inches on there. So hmm. not a bad job. Not a bad job. You know, at the home show, they actually had a um, a fake ice product that they had some some guy hired all day just to skate around and do little figure eights on this fake ice or whatever. Was it like plastic stuff? It's kind of like a soft plastic. I don't know. It comes in panels about three foot or four foot by four foot or three foot by three foot. They just stagger and the, the seam is almost not noticeable, I guess, because you don't want to catch a rut or whatever. But it uh, it looked actually not too bad, but I, I couldn't imagine skating and breaking hard on it. You know what I mean? I can just see people sort of puttering around on it. But, you know, anyways. I think I had real skates. Oh, real skates. Yeah, oh, like yes. I had uh, bow, uh, CCMs, I think, or Bauer. I can't remember. They were... What used to be a Canadian brand. Okay. So, so what do you do when after the people have skated and you've had a hockey match, you go out with your sticks of plastic and start melting it over the little over the little scratches? No, just take a lot of little candles out with you. And you keep them. <laughs> stop, <laughs> stop it right now. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I've I've seen that product uh, a couple of times, and they they were thinking about doing something like that in. Uh, in in England at one point, and they just they just said screw it, and they went in with a real ice um, underneath the tarp, uh, like a, a big tent, and they did that instead. But I don't know. I it seems weird though. It seems like it'd really screw up your blades. Hey, a little bit of a uh, little bit of uh, useless information to anybody out there. Since you go ahead, Clavin. So you spoke about uh, <laughs> candles and wax. If you guys uh, ever have nice dinners with uh, friends or with your wife, like you probably Never did happened. Uh, 15 years ago before you had kids. It's not that story of how I broke the family heirloom chain, <laughs> is it? No, no, no. Okay, good. Basically, if you want your candles to last longer, for, put them in the freezer for about two hours before you use them. They burn slower and they last longer. 
Mm. But don't don't you just want to get your friends out of the house within a certain amount of time? Like, I mean, if there's still half a candle left, they're gonna say, "Oh, well, more wine, everyone." No, I just put the whoopee cushion under the chair, right? <laughs> yeah, that'll work. I or you offer, he doesn't, he doesn't or you even. He doesn't even he, that's just excuse. He doesn't even have a whoopee cushion. He, he just he just does it naturally. <laughs> <laughs> more beans, anyone? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Hey guys, hang on. I, I love just, bean I just, dip. I just gotta pick up something off the floor again. Nice special effects, Jeff. Maybe we should invest in that. Hey, I don't have a soundboard. I don't have a Linux soundboard like Eric. Hey, who has okay. the sound effects on the computer? No. Stan Winston, you are not. <clears throat> hey Eric, can you can you uh, show us how he's you gone. do a? Uh, oh, he's gone. Yeah. I was gonna say maybe he can show us how um, you uh, <laughs> you make the sound of a microphone dropping. Well now, now my mic's dented. It's a, it's a, it's a true SM58. Uh. <laughs> uh, to get back to the top to the question of what I've, what are my plans are for the weekend, we're actually having my, uh, my parents and my brothers uh, over for a uh, post, uh, uh, post uh, brunch on uh, Saturday. So <laughs> nothing to do with Easter then. What's that? What's that? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. What's that? What's Easter? <laughs> The day where the kids get too much chocolate and you can't wait to get send them back to school. Uh, I love that day. <laughs> uh, our kids have the Monday off as well, so my wife gets to put up with her chocolate rants. <laughs> I happily go back to work. I do want to point out one thing though. I scored the first goal in two years this week on Monday at soccer, uh, which is which is yay, which isn't bad yay. for a goalkeeper. Uh, <laughs> and it wasn't on my own net for once. And uh, we're going to the playoffs. Yay! <clears throat> and how many how many people were on the other team? Anyways, two. It was good. <laughs> yeah, they got posts. six guys red carded out. Okay, thank you. <laughs> All right, that's it, guys. I'm out of here. <laughs> All right. So what would you do? You promised these. Uh, what'd you do? You promised the <laughs> oh, ref an audible uh, membership. No, to spoon. <laughs> So like, I got him. I got him a Jinx T-shirt. <laughs> At two fat forward slash Jinx. Maybe you should offer him some of the, some of Eric's extra gyp rock. He, he brought it all back to uh, to Home Depot. Oh, well, how, mu- how much did he buy? I, I don't know, but he brought. <laughs> how many sheets did he have? Too many. He had uh, when I the what, the time I saw him go back, uh, he went back with uh, I think it was uh, two sheets, uh, three two befores, uh, bucket of nails, <laughs> and something else. So he brought a lot of stuff back, actually. I okay. So why didn't he call the other fat dads who might have needed that stock? I would have taken it off of his arm because he would have had to drive it to Chambly. Damn, that's Richelieu. I know. Sierra's going there, Steve. I, I was following you the whole way. I was tracking it. Ben, I would have been smart. I would have said, Ben, no problem. What I'll do is I'll cut up in, in uh, two by two squares <laughs> yes, and I'll right. ship it to you. <laughs> Thanks, guys. The worst part is he works pretty much close to where you live. Anyways. I know. No, his his, his basement is coming along real nice. We saw it the other on the weekend. It looks it looks really good. Cool. It looks really good. He's get, he's getting some some stuff done. We 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 kid him a lot, but but I mean, tell me how that's big, our job. How big <laughs> is this guy's basement? He's been on it for six months. Ten by ten. It's. it's- <laughs> <laughs> he bought three sheets in return. <laughs> <laughs> Now, when you we said kid, 10 by 10, kid. you meant feet, not inches, right? That's right. <laughs> Correct. Somebody added something in the last minute, but I didn't see it. Sorry. Uh, Want me to pretend it was me and then roll with it? <laughs> <laughs> no? no, no, we're done. We're done. The show's over. We got an hour and 19 minutes. Yeah, about seven of them are usable. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, just something I want to mention to you guys. Hey, did you get your iPhone yet, Steph? Okay, let's talk about something realistic, um, <laughs> like something that's ever going to happen. Bell called me up and said, hi, sir, uh, we've been noticing that your internet connection's a little slow, so we thought we'd try and improve it. Uh, can you tell me, do you have filters on, on all your phone lines? Yes. Uh, can you tell me, is, uh, is your modem connected directly to the wall, or does it go through a phone first? Uh, yeah, no, directed to the fu- directly to the wall. Well, I can't help you. So what we'll have to do now is we're going to have to send a technician. Technician comes in. He says, well... Wait, wait, did you call them or they called they, you out of the they blue? They called me out of the blue because I'm at... They called you out of the... Did you send, did they send threatening emails? Or no, no. Or told them about our podcast? No, no, no. So the guy comes in. He says, well, I can't do anything about this. I said, what do you mean? He goes, you're too far from, from your, your bell box. So 
the local bell box is full. There's no, there's no way I can boost you to an eight megabits uh, connectivity. You're stuck at three point, you know, three point five. And you never asked him to get eight megabits. No, I never did. Wow. So a guy comes in, he goes, "Well, I can't do anything about it." And he goes, "I'm, I'm going to tell him that you know, <laughs> you called him for nothing. Uh, you basically told him that you can get him up to eight point five, and we can't." <laughs> wow. That's pretty dire. So, Bell, congratulations on wanting to improve my uh, connectivity. And uh, the result is uh, a big fat zero. So I'm going to have to say that uh, not so happy about uh, the experience. The technician was phenomenal. I mean, he helped. He cleaned it up a little bit and so forth. But, you, but you're a business account, eh? No, no, no. Home account. I work, for, I work from an office. Come on. I don't work from home. I'm not, I wouldn't be using a, a home internet connectivity for, to work from home. That would be wrong. <laughs> no, it would be absolutely the right thing to do. Uh, but I could throw a stone at my box, and I have not had a clear phone signal on my bell line since the day I moved in. And I don't know how many guys have been in here. I've moaned and bitched and complained, and I've never had a good phone service. I've never had a good internet service. Uh, it's been okay lately. Well, I, let me ask you a question. And, you know, I, I don't think any of us want to know about your sexual practices because you said you've had a lot of guys in here. But oh, have you guys any – have you had a bell it. technician at any point in time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This, all bell, bell technicians come in and they, they check stuff out. And the guy says, oh, yeah, the problem's over at the box. I'll fix the box. Goes to the box. He has a couple smokes. And he, he drives off. It's pretty It's pretty dire. I'm, I'm, I'm so ready to go to Videotron. Yay. <laughs> Yeah, it's not bad. I just, I just, I just can't bring myself to paying for, uh, for a box to watch television. Like Bell, give it to you. No, no. And if you go to, if you go to Videotron, they'll be the ha- No, no, they'll be happy to take you from from Bell, and they'll give you something for free. No, no they don't. I, I called them. I called them, and I said, "Look, I've had enough. Now I want to come to Videotron. You guys are apparently the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, and everything's supposed to be honky dory lovely with you guys. Say, so, you know, there's sun shining out of your butts and everything." And they, they gave me a great package. They got me a great phone deal. They got me great internet. Okay, and it'll be $600 for the receiver, please. What? I, you, had to, you had to buy the HD receiver or not even the, or the standard PVR. Yep. It's just forget it. It's a hard drive that's going to blow any day because it's always spinning. Why would I want to buy that? Well, you should do what I did with, uh, the, with Bell. I um, obtained an HD receiver, and it's got a USB plug, so I bought myself a... Uh, an HD drive, an HD case. Uh, Do you have plug- an HD TV yet? Yeah, yeah. When did you get an HD TV? I've had it uh, since I was work since I left Toshiba. Oh, that little one upstairs. Yes, the twenty seven S. Okay, that's HD, but that you might. It's like saying uh, the Zoom's in HD. The what? Now well, you're making up words. <laughs> <laughs> but no one's ever heard of a Zoom. <laughs> is Hang that on. still in beta? I'll, I'll just I'll just squirt you <laughs> one of these songs. <laughs> there goes the clean tag. Uh, when we were still working together, Francois, oh, dear. I uh, dear. <clears throat> I, I switched over to them, and they said, "Oh, get the HD uh, PVR, yeah. and if you have a Bell receiver, give it to us, and we'll give you three hundred dollars for it." So I said, "Okay." <laughs> and they never asked me for it. So they gave me the $300, and I gave the receiver to, to a buddy. Yeah, I, I don't know who that guy was. Is that the same guy who got your dish? Or sorry, I'm sorry, your beehive? <laughs> <laughs> did, did, they give, me, did we give you the receiver as well? No, you didn't, you didn't give me the receiver. But uh, Steve's, Steve goes, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I wanted to put a dish outside my building when I was still renting it. And uh, and uh, Steve goes, oh yeah, I'll get you, I'll, I'll get you to check out one. It's got a cover on it and everything. It's great, you know. It doesn't get affected by the snow or anything else. It's fantastic. I said, awesome. Let me take it. So I go to his house, take it off the roof, put it in the back of my car. He was I even good enough car. to get the the roof goop to fill the holes up. You know, the little yeah, like yeah. I did, yeah. I, I did a better job than Bell ever would have. So I get, <laughs> I get in the car, and you know my old my old my old Jetta, right, Steph? So I get in the car, I got the sunroof open, and I'm like, and I look at my rearview mirror. And there's this great big mother of a wasp just like idling by my ear. And I'm like, ah! slam on the brakes, jump out of the car. And I'm like opening all the windows. And I'm trying to get this thing all out. Parent- <laughs> well, let me ask you a question. If the, bee wasn't, if the, if the wasp wasn't wearing a seatbelt, it should have been smushed against the windshield. It, well, apparently not. <laughs> apparently it's seen the bee movie. Uh, so, 
So, uh, so finally, when I get back to our place, I, I take the, um, you know, I, I take the the, the hoose off of the, the, the cover, cover off, off yeah. of the uh, off the satellite dish, and there's this uh, there's, there's this wasp nest inside it, and I'm like, oh, I must call Steve <laughs> and thank him. I remember helping you put it up, thanking him for that awesome gift. <laughs> oh yeah, that was great. Hanging out the window with the, with the with the climbing yeah. harness. <laughs> that was fun, eh? Steph's afraid of heights, and he's, he's hanging out my window going, no, I can do this, I can do this. Must not look down. Must not look down. <laughs> but uh, it was pretty cool. I'm two feet off the ground, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> Must not look Good down. Good times. Must not look down. <laughs> but, but you know, you're talking about Bell and calling you up. First of all, if Bell called me up like that, I would think I'm getting social engineered. There's no way they're, they're actually monitoring – you know, you're not getting all the megabits per second we're selling you, so we're going to come and help you. I'd be calling the cops, right? <laughs> but I got a I got a letter from them saying we miss you as a customer. Please come back. I haven't been a customer of theirs in like five years or so, and inside of this thing it actually looked like a, a letter envelope like like it could have been a card or something and it looked like it was printed on a bubble jet and everything like somebody would have done in their house you open it up and inside there's a little itty bitty card sort of almost fake handwritten you know we miss you as a customer you know try and come back to our service and on the back there's a little white it's white with a little bell logo or whatever and then they gave me these post-it notes that says bell on it with my name in the top left corner, like S. McGurn, boom. And I'm like, how much did huh. they spend on that? Either that or I'm the one guy who got it, yeah. you know? <laughs> but, I, I, you know, if they send out 10,000 of these things, individually, each, you know, stack of 50 post-it notes or whatever with the person's name on it or whatever, that was... I, I, didn't, I, I didn't tell you guys the best, the best story ever, right? This, so this weekend, my furnace blows up. Well, not the, the fan inside my furnace. It has bearings and it, it, it comes off the hinges. And I'm freaking out. I'm going, oh, no, this is like a 70-year-old fan in a furnace. What the hell am I going to do? I can't get this repaired for the weekend. So I start calling everyone I know, so asking if they got space heaters and, uh, and you know, what can I do? Did you ask Vark? I did not ask Vark. <laughs> so, I call up, so I call up my good friend John Mancini and I say, John, I'm screwed. I, I have no furnace. I have 14-month-old boys. Uh, they're going to freeze. What am I going to do? And he goes, uh, he goes, where's your bill? I go, what bill? Your, you know, your Gosmet bill. So I get my Gosmet bill. And he goes, there's a little line that it says service contract, right? He goes, yeah. He goes, give him a call. So I give him a call, and, they, and sure enough, I, I pay. Apparently, I've been paying $10 a month for service contract on my gas bill. And, uh, and the, guy goes, uh, the guy goes, yeah, yeah, we can come and fix that for you. No problem. Uh, it'll be between 8 o'clock and 4.30 tomorrow. And this is like eight o'clock at night on a Friday. I'm like, uh, um, yeah, this is a small problem with that. It's going to be minus thirteen degrees tonight. I'd really, really, really appreciate it if you guys came tonight, so my boys don't die of freezing cold. <laughs> so they're like, so the guy's like, I'm sorry, sir. He doesn't get critical until twenty four hours after uh, the fact. So I'm like, okay, fine. I'll just check into a hotel and send you the bill. He goes, well, you could try that, sir, if you want. So I'm like, no, no. It's <laughs> He's actually the guy who's actually really, really cool. So uh, the next day, you know, two, we we get some space heaters, we put them in the house, and and you know, we're near the boat. We put a, a radiator in the boys' room, and they're they're okay. Uh, the next morning, we wake up, and the boys are sweating because the radiator was way too high. Uh, and uh, and the guy comes around twelve o'clock the next day, walks in the house, coming downstairs, he goes, Ah, oh, yeah, I got to get one of these at the store. I'm like, uh oh, that's it we're screwed he's going to have to drive to freaking mexico to get one of these ancient things 15 minutes later he comes back with a brand new machine built an engine into it replaces it looks at me and he goes uh you're a pretty technical guy let me show you how this thing works and he shows me how to to uh disconnect and reconnect a few of the uh of the speed wires because it's a variable speed engine on this one whereas mine was only a one speed engine to begin with so uh so he upgrades me that i get like it's like a 350 dollar uh, fan and and motor and it's three hundred fifty dollars worth of labor and so he gives me this bill for seven hundred bucks. I said, "Oh, great." Um, he goes, "Oh, that's just for your records. You don't have to pay that. That's fine. That's that'll. That's not even going. Uh, it's all under the service contract. You're absolutely perfect. Uh, you don't have to do anything. Just keep that in your records for the next technician who comes in and services it if ever it goes down. But I think uh, I think the furnace will die before the uh, the, the stuff. And he goes, "How long do you record? You give the furnace?" He goes, "Oh, another twenty years." So, so like he was like, so the guy was actually really, really, really cool. Uh, he, he showed us how the whole thing works, and 
fantastic deal. I've been paying whatever the service contract for all this time. Didn't even know I had it. I actually saved money for once. If that had been Bell, oh, you know, it's funny. Yeah. When we moved into the house here, um, we figured we needed a service contract for because we have a natural gas furnace and a natural gas hot water tank actually as well. Yeah. And uh, that's what we have. So so we we call Gazmet up and they finally get back to us because it's Gazmet yeah, Plus that sell you the yeah, the yeah. thing, right? So they send us a quote and for all these different tiers and stuff, and we looked at it, and the quote they sent us wasn't for a service contract. It was basically to give us money every month and basically have them on retainer, <clears throat> right? You have the right to call us and we will come and service your stuff. And basically, these are all the things we do do, and these are all the things that we don't do. And all those don't do's, basically, we'd have to pay for it. And I said, well, that doesn't sound so good. Like, I mean, if we're lucky, we'll get the fan that breaks like you had and, you know, all is well. But what if something else breaks and, you know, we got to start paying for them? So I said, oh, I don't know if I want to do that. So, and it really didn't seem like it was a... um, a very favorable thing. So I asked around, talked around, and people are very hesitant to work on, uh, you know, if they're a Linux place to work on a non-Linux yeah. thing or if they're, um, you know, uh, whatever other brand or whatever to work on, you know, something else. And we had one of these generic furnaces that are kind of like a big gray box kind of yeah. thing, and it's made by some American company and whatever. And But finally we found an independent guy who they just come and we call them, we pay them and they leave. So, uh, and their, their rates are really good and they'll clean it and they'll service it and they'll repair it and whatever. So, um, I'm glad it worked out for you, but I, I was really hesitant to, 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 to sign that, uh, service contract because it didn't seem to me like there was a whole lot they would do. So I'm glad it worked out. But. Well, it's been, it's been, it's been, boy, we've been in the house three years. It's been $10 a month and that would have cost me 700 bucks. So I, I, the way I, I I figured out, I I, ran, I went in my money that way. Yeah. I didn't lose any money on this deal at all. So, and we thought we know one day we're gonna have to replace some stuff in the house. You know, you buy a house that's fifty years old, you're gonna have to replace some certain things. We just didn't think it was gonna be the furnace that quickly. You know, we knew the roof needed to get done and we stuff like that. But when we, but the furnace we were told was in good shape and it was okay. And you know, and it, but it was the it's the the pulley. Mold. After a while, even the, the the metal gets old, and and the pulley, the electric motor, the electric motor will go forever. That electric motors, they, when they die, it's because something got into them. They don't they don't usually die very easily. Uh, but it, it was it. The pulley was basically pulling the uh, the drive shaft out of the casing, and it, that's what happened. It shredded the it shredded the fan casing. Now they're all that's why they're all the new ones are direct drive. So the way I reckon it, this fan is maintenance free, and as long as we keep the dust out of it, we're pretty good. Mm. Yeah, that, that's what kills mo- electric motors is, is dust you know dust and heat yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but so, uh which is funny because you put one but, inside a heater uh <laughs> yeah. actually i also have to watch out for mice <laughs> apparently uh mice get into uh into furnaces. Our, our, our furnace guy yeah yeah he says oh yeah they, they basically go in there when the thing's not firing because it's nice and warm okay. and then they basically get incinerated okay. <laughs> when the thing fires so he says the um, the guy was saying, oh, yeah, you know, you go one every three or four houses, he hits a mouse in a furnace when he does the cleanup in the spring. Oh, wow. So, well, we, yeah. we keep our, I mean, we keep our um, our fan going all the time. Uh, so it's always moving air in the house. It costs us maybe a few extra pennies a month on our electric bill. But it, it what it does is in the, in the, in the, uh, in the summer is it takes the cool air and the humid air from the basement and it just pushes it all up, circulates it through the house. So it's it's actually pretty cool, and it, and it keeps and in the winter it actually keeps the basement kind of warm because it drags some of that that air from upstairs back down and recirculates it and gets it moving around a little bit better. Oh, it's it's a lot more even that way, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So in, in, instead of having you know like you're it's off for a while and all of a sudden everything just kicks in, and then you you you, you that's when you usually smell that burning dust uh, when when mm-hmm. the fan just kicks in for no reason whatsoever. Well, not really. Is it an electric furnace or a gas furnace? Obviously, it's a gas, it's a gas furnace, gas, 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 uh, gas boiler as well. We'd like to get a gas um, uh, stove at one point. But you know what? Uh, we 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 were looking into that. One of the things at the home show that we're looking at because if we're going to redo our kitchen, you can't. If you put in a gas stove, let's say two years after you redo your kitchen, you also need to put in a new uh, vent because you need a larger capacity vent. 
with a gas stove than you do with an electric stove. What at, at the so house? Said, at the back of the but house? Yeah. Well, we have well we, not 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 a pipe, but the thing that actually draws the air. It has to be bigger. It has to have more capacity to pull oh. the air out. But usually so, you'd replace that anyways, because most of the most of the, the the gas hobs are are stainless steel, right? So you'd have to get a stainless steel us as well, right? Yeah, but it also you have to make sure you have the size for it and and and, okay. and you know and all that. So because you don't want it to be like a chest level once you've installed it, right? Yeah, because they they sometimes tend to be taller or wider or whatever. So we 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 looked into it because I really like the idea of getting a gas stove. You know, they're 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 nicer to cook with, but Electric stoves have the the knobs way up high, and they're elect like they're um, they're electronic controls. Yeah. They're mechanical controls on gas stoves, and they're always up front, which means the kids can always reach them. Yeah, but you have to push. Oh. You have to push in to get it to get the gas out. We had a we had a ga- we had a gas stove in 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 England, and it was never an issue. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, you know, like I, I can see a six-year-old being able to, to flip that thing on easy or even a four-year-old like Liam now could easily pop that, you know, turn turn the knob on that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas the electric stove, you'd have to get a chair, climb on top and, you know, a lot more steps you know what? involved. You know what? Jack is, he, you know, if you, if you let him into the kitchen, he'd find a way on top, on, on, to the, on top of the fridge for sure. This kid's a climber. So... We just we just put a gate, you know. We uh, kids are kitchens off limits, so um, it, yeah. it all depends on, on on your house and 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 how quickly you can you can train the little buggers. Yeah. Hey, are you happy with the roofer you had? Sorry, do you, you need a roof done? Uh, desperately, yeah. No, he's thinking of getting his basement <laughs> do you need, done. Do you, well, I know a guy for that for sure. <laughs> Eric, he lives. <laughs> it'll take about a year, but he's, he's he's an arrogant Linux elitist, but he'll do a good job. <laughs> he knows what he's talking about. That's for sure. And he can knock a wall down. Now, he, do, he does now. Oh, his neighbor does. <laughs>